0: Welcome back to WeBology, everybody. I am your lean, mean, and frankly keen Professor Ricky. Hey, everybody. I am Ethan, one of your other
1: professors.
0: Yeah, I I, <laughs> I started with lean and mean because I uh, I stepped on the scale today, Ethan. Okay. And uh, I'm I'm a little shocked because I've gone on a post quarantine journey for weight loss, and I have lost twelve pounds. Is it the last- all in your beard? It, and my beard, yeah, I think the beard contributed to eight of those. pounds. That's what
1: I'm saying. Yeah. I think like maybe that was all twelve pounds. You're right. Actually, I didn't. Cons- I didn't consider
0: it. it <laughs> I didn't a, even consider it. It was a beefy beard. It's funny because the the beard it was it wasn't even a calculated decision. One morning out, like it was last Friday, <laughs> I looked at my beard and said, "Fuck this shit," and I literally shaved it off myself. Oh, I didn't want it. I didn't want it. It was too much work. It was a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of a lot of maintenance that I didn't want. In my mornings, my nights. End my days, I didn't want those things. You look lean and clean now. Thank you, and but the hair smell good too, guy. Thank you so much. It's like a nice (laughs) soapy smell. It is, and the beard is no longer keeping the flavor saver must. Yikes! (laughs) It is. It was. It was quite a musk, and the the idea (laughs) the idea now is just to let the hair grow as long as possible. The hair is staying y'all are gonna see it grow he wants to go super saiyan 3 you hear hear her first gosh i think once it hits my shoulders i'll reach a power level i've never had before of course (laughs) that's how it happens in anime (laughs) that's what i'm I'm trying to achieve Uh, what i've learned is more hair equals more power obviously yeah and i mean like i think you'd be a fool for not believing that (laughs) we talked about misfit a couple or it wasn't even a couple episodes ago it was just last episode i think right uh two episodes ago sure and we uh uh, he had hair over his eyes and i'm like fuck it i want his power i want that power so i figured what better way to gain that power than to grow my hair out of course yeah so i'm gonna do it and once it happens i'm gonna levitate everything in this room so this isn't because you're just lazy absolutely not i don't know (laughs) how dare you even insinuate that No, no no
1: i didn't think that i was just making sure that
0: you know everyone at
1: home also didn't think that
0: I'm glad you put the students in check. The the the, it's just that
1: there's been rumblings, and I
0: figured (laughs) you know let's nip it right in the bud, lay those expectations to rest. Of course, but in terms of expectations today, we're bringing back some classic, classic Weebology segments. First, we're gonna lead up with a classic pitcher ditch, pitcher ditch. This is a segment that we have done. In Time Memoriam, where me and Ethan will pitch each other a show, try to pitch it the best we can, and then we'll come back a couple episodes later and talk about those shows and decide whether those shows are a pitch or a ditch. And then we'll lead, very segue uh, cleanly, into a worst of weeb question mark this time, because the show we're talking about, which we'll get to later in this episode, is kind of on the adjacent of worst of weeb. i wouldn't say it's so bad it was obviously bad from the rip but
1: yeah and it wasn't one
0: where we like we didn't go to a list of the worst anime right
1: of all time to do it so it's it's definitely one of those that i think some people maybe didn't hate Uh, spoilers and then some
0: people um probably really hated right exactly so and to all you YouTube gang, our camera wasn't exactly uh how you say charging for a long time. So, if this cuts out really early in the episode, the whole YouTube is going to be an After Effects render fuck. <laughs> it'll, it'll and you'll just get the audio forms, but don't worry,
1: um, I'll, I'll I'll take the the bullet.
0: That's fine. No, no bullets need to be taken. Just dodge him like Neo. No problem. No, I mean my <laughs> rendering. Oh, fair. I'll just oh, throw yeah, it well, on. I'll there. give it to you. Your big beefy computer can go to do work all the.
1: And we'll deal with it when it comes back. Because your, your, your it'll beefy, literally
0: be two hours. Your beefy computer will take all the grunt work for that one. Actually,
1: but, it'll be longer than that.
0: Yeah. We rendered that
1: one. I rendered that one 10 minute thing, and it was like,
0: I swear to God, two hours. Really? Oh, God. Oh, God. I know. I this one This one might take you a full work day. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Adobe, get your man's adobe get your mans out here but let's let's stop fucking around let's do the thing pitch or ditch ethan do you want to go first do you want me to go first how do you want to do this um you know what i'll go first hit it i'll talk a bunch and then
1: uh then you can talk a bunch that's and how then it's gonna be we'll,
0: we'll finish it up by talking to each other yeah i think i like that i like yeah that. Yeah, so yeah ethan pitch me a fucking show
1: okay y'all so this is a show that i just randomly picked up. Okay. Ricky may, once I start talking about it, remember that I was watching it one time when he walked in Ye- oh, for a no.
0: podcast episode. Oh, no. I, ha- I have like two shows in my head and one of them is really bad. So I want to hear what you have to pitch.
1: Oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah.
0: scares me. I know it does. Uh,
1: but this is a show similar to Classroom of the Elite, where okay. I only stopped watching because I had to go to sleep and go to work.
0: That's already a really good lead-in because yeah. I know that's that's one of your that's one of my tells that a show is really good for you, right? Yeah,
1: and, and it, I I wouldn't say it's like a show that is like straight up um, like a classic or anything like that. It's okay. just it was a lot of fun. The lore was super deep and intricate and very interesting. Um, and basically the show is Tokyo Ravens.
0: Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually really happy you, you, uh, you give me the show because I, I've given, I've given it one Google search. I've given it one mal search. That's all I've given it. So I know nothing out. I don't know the synopsis. I don't know anything else. I just know the one. What was the show
1: you thought the bad one? It could have been
0: rent a girlfriend. I thought you were about to drop rent a girlfriend on me. No, come on. Saint, I know you're listening, so absolutely fuck with that. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> so
1: I would never hit the pitch, dude. Yeah, so Tokyo basically Ravens. the story follows um this kid, Horatora, okay. Um Suchi Mikado. All right. And he is a son of a branch family of this insanely famous like mage family. Interesting. Okay. So we got magic involved here. 100%. Cool, cool. But that's where it gets really interesting is okay. it's like it's like a mixture between religion, magic. Religion How do you figure? Magic. How do you figure? So basically, you know, like old um, exorcists and stuff like that. Okay. used like Shintoism and yeah, you know, all that junk. More incantations, hundred so percent. Yeah, okay. So it's very similar to that. Okay. In fact, there's like a lot of different. Basically, it's it's the most diverse power system i've seen because they all have their own like basically styles
0: so that, that again already a pretty dope like, diverse power systems i'm always into that
1: yeah um and basically the the premise of the show is that there's these basically natural disaster not natural un, supernatural disasters <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the like, opposite of
0: natural it's supernatural well they
1: call them um like
0: I can't remember what they call it. Sounds them. like a calamity to me.
1: It's sort of like, cl-
0: definitely calamities, but okay. it's like,
1: they'll randomly pop up and they'll send like Omnio Mages, Ooh, which is this big, okay. this big like organization sent out to like stop these curses, demons, whatever you want to call them.
0: You're, you're treading on uh, Jujutsu Kaisen territory here. Yeah. But okay.
1: I mean, this is a little different. Okay.
0: Right. Right.
1: Uh, it's actually, that aspect of it is similar. Okay. That's cool. Um, but basically we're following this kid, uh, Horatora, who has no powers like at all.
0: Ooh, Asta the style, baby. He, he can't
1: he can't see spirits, he can't see anything like this. Um, but he knows they're there because he's in this famous, famous family. Okay. Who, like, the guy, uh, I think his name's like I'm
0: not even gonna fuck it
1: up. His name is A something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> a something i i like it i want less details because i love going into a show with less details like no expectation so i'm into that i'm into that
1: yeah i can't i can't throw too much out there because then it'll spoil like sort of the crux of the show
0: so this is an interesting uh this is an interesting take on pitch or ditch where a show that the pitch itself could ruin the experience like giving too much away could actually do you disservice on selling someone a show
1: let's just say it starts one way and you don't you expect it to kind of go the way that it does go but you don't know when it's going to happen or why
0: so you you kind of have the setup but you don't know when the bomb's going to drop
1: right okay
0: i i like that cuz having that knowledge and then kind of like on the edge of your seat waiting for it does help a pitch like you know that like something big's going to happen And you're told in episode one, this is going to happen. You don't really know when the fuck's going (laughs) to, when it's, when the, it's going to hit essentially. So, right. But it's
1: a show like that really focuses around the like magic aspects. There's a deep, deep lore that we're kind of coming into sort of late. Interesting. And so, I mean, there's just so much to like learn about this world in this uh, show. And it's, like I said, pretty similar to Classroom of the Elite in that. You know, it's ran longer in manga, manga, whatever, and (laughs) it only has one season out right now. Right. And, you know, they're kind of...
0: Ooh, right now. So do you you feel that this show will get extras? Like, it'll get extra seasons. It will will have a better lore building in the anime space. There's...
1: Currently, I, I mean, I looked it up after, obviously. There's, like, a lot of hemming and hawing as to whether the sales of the second
0: season did well enough via manga well it's funny you say that because I mean we thought that with class with classroom exactly. the elite right and it wasn't that show like in high not hiatus but like it didn't get a second season for like nearly four years and now we are learning when we talked about classroom the elite that they're getting a second season next year right from this episode's recording so and it
1: it did have like a similar vibe to that where like there's a chance that it could be next year even
0: okay do you know the studio of this show that's what i'm looking up. that's what i saw you pull out the phone so i figured you're looking that up but i I, again for a pitch for me ethan hit all the right notes even without giving a lot of details i mean it's it's got eight bit eight bit they did they did some other stuff we watched and i don't know if they're a really uh big studio in terms of like big bangers but i know they've had a couple bangers. And he talked about diverse power systems, which I'm super into. Classroom Elite, which means there's they some mind slime. They did. Oh yeah, they did do slime, didn't they? Yes. Okay, I'm into that. Um, they, he talked about diverse power systems, which will always get my goat. And mind games. I'm a big. Uh, so you're talk You're saying there's some kind of like a uh, psychological warfare going on here. Is that? Did I go too far in that? You ex-
1: absolutely went too far. Ah, uh, damn it! Damn it! You've ruined this show
0: I jumped the fucking carp on that one <laughs> no
1: I'm so it's not really like that it's just there's a lot of let's just say a lot of deep like political things going on in this world okay and oh,
0: all right, that's cool. like I
1: said, they come from an extremely famous
0: family, so they have a they have a name to represent
1: right yeah, and he has a so he's a branch family guy okay there's a head guy of the of the head family like a uh, very very
0: edgy kind of kind of style like cuz yeah. was a branch family guy right okay I,
1: yeah i mean i really really don't want to say too much and then spoil it or anything like that but this I is a
0: bold thing for you to super pitch.
1: super enjoyed it yeah um and i think when you get toward like episode twenty, 20 23, you'll be like holy fuck that was <laughs> actually sick
0: okay so it is a 24 season episode like season yeah 24 episode season okay that's that's again this is a shockingly bold thing for you to pitch, and I'm, I'm, but all the more for me to watch it because the fact that you are afraid to give details away, I think, in a pitch is kind of in the pitch's favor, right? Because you're you're telling. Well, I'm me- not
1: like you know steering you down a direction, and then if it doesn't hit at it, you know right. you would be disappointed. Of course, yeah. Like I I think a lot of people do that with pitches and. Like, for instance, if you're pitching your friend a show, don't be like, this is the best show I've ever fucking watched. Like, I'm going to That's a high bar. And, like, that's, a, that's a high bar. Right. Yeah, and then right. they watch it, and they're like, it was all right.
0: Was all right. You're going to be crushed. They're going to be crushed. Everyone's crushed. Everyone's crushed in that situation. But, I mean, you, you've, you've literally divulged so little details, but it's obviously a calculated omission of those details, meaning that those details are important and engaging for someone to watch this show. And that makes me happy because i that's the kind of show I want to watch is something that, you know, off the rip, you don't want to give too much away.
1: I mean, I think I told you the, like, important things, which right. are, the, like, the, the overall arching, like, overarching things that I really liked about it. Yeah. I think the power system is <laughs> a cut above, like, a lot of the other ones. Yeah. Maybe not, like... Like Black Clover level or Nin level, obviously. But it's how just, can you possibly
0: reach that level? Yeah,
1: I mean they have <laughs> they have like the these divine generals, like you know that kind divine of
0: divine generals. That sounds they like call their fuck. like head
1: cap their captains, you know level. Right, right. So you know, I I was instantly in when they said divine generals. You when, know, when did the show
0: come out? By the way. I think it was 07. Okay, so this is kind of an older bit. This is kind of an older pick. But uh how's the visuals? Does it look like it could hold up in 2020? I mean, I I actually am a big fan of the late 2000s aesthetic.
1: Sorry, 13.
0: 13 still, but I mean like that era from like 2000 and like 6 or 7 to like 2014, there's a it's almost like a mastery of 2D before computer generated graphics like CGI essentially hit the scene as a mainstream thing so you uh, in shows in that era you utilized computer graphic assistance for like backdrops and stuff but they didn't go so far as to uh i don't know cgi everything you know there's a cgi overload i think in 2020 so if you're telling me that there's a it felt very 2d okay as long as a 2d but it sounds like it's clean it sounds like it's a queen, clean. Clean. Clean as fuck. Okay, I didn't say as fuck. Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hype my own self up. Yeah, I just I want to like uh, <laughs> I don't want
1: to oversell it here. I'm just I'm trying to give you the the base amount of information I can
0: that I think would still get you to watch it. Tokyo Ravens. Where can I watch this? Where can I go and go and give this? A- I think I watch on Hulu. Hulu. All right, and and I guess Hulu. Like we've talked about in our earlier episodes streaming services uh and what shows they have to offer on those and you uh you praised hulu a lot then and i think it has a lot more credence now that hulu is on the up and up for big banger animes just having them on the platform and i'm i'm cool with that i i i just don't
1: cuz i've listened to a recent show from somebody else as well and they basically shit on hulu and i'm like why? Why would you do this? I don't think you searched Hulu for anime. I really don't. They, it, they have like a lot of the the interesting things that you haven't seen on any other platform.
0: I think what it is is that I haven't what, seen Claymore anywhere else. Fair, and I, I think what what it is is when you find an anime you want to watch, you then hit the services to find if they feature that anime, and it isn't necessarily that they're like they go on the streaming service in isolation to look at what they have to offer it's about the one show and who offers it so maybe these people that are saying oh hulu is trash they don't have a lot of good anime are the people that are looking for anime (laughs) they're looking for
1: netflix originals Uh,
0: (laughs) yeah yeah obviously there it is (laughs) like right they'll go on these streaming services and they won't find the ones that they like repeatedly and then have a certain mentality about those streaming services and what they have to offer but you and I both will go on, like, Prime and Netflix and Hulu and look for, the, look for what they have to offer, because we're always searching for new anime. And then we'll just look at their whole collection rather than finding that one that we want to watch. That's a good right? point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we
1: definitely look at a
0: holistic catalog. versus right. right. And Hulu's, Hulu's good. Like, Hulu has, in the, in the they, last, I'd say, like, 15 episodes, most of what we had to watch for this show, for this podcast can be found on hulu like we could find them on hulu and i'm like okay that's where i'll watch it because the ui's clean and i'll watch it there so yeah i mean i think um
1: like they what they have is a lot of shows that aren't on the other platforms
0: yeah right they they've kind of uh snatched up the ones they want and they keep them close guarded and you remember you might not remember but toilet bound hanukkah coon
1: that's only on Hulu. I know
0: I know the show. Yeah. yeah. Is it really only on Hulu? That I could see. Whoa. That's dope as fuck. That's So, cool.
1: you know, I'm just saying that there's a lot on that platform that aren't on other platforms. Okay. You know, I think it's harder now because Netflix has put a lot of effort recently into putting classics on, like, like, One Piece coming there. Yep. A couple other shows like that that just Promise showed Neverland, up recently. they jumped on. It's yeah. like, you know, you got to give them props recently. They're flexing that bang. But roll, at the dude. time that we talked about it, I mean, you dismissed them wholesale,
0: and I was like, who's? "I kind of did." I kind of I was did. like,
1: "Who's who's got a little bit, man?" I'm I'm telling you,
0: I'm flipping my I'm flipping my uh. My I was just on that. blown
1: away because you have
0: Hulu. <laughs> I know, and and you're using my Hulu. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. I was blown away that
1: you were so dismissive of the. Platform. I don't know
0: if we. I think we have said it on the podcast. I don't know if we we said it here or on the syllabus sidebar, which you can get for three dollars and up on our Discord. Wink. But mm-hmm. and
1: Patreonny means uh, wink.
0: Oh, on the Discord, yeah. If you want to get on a Discord, it's $1 and up. But True, uh, if you want to get <laughs> our syllabus sidebar, you can go to Patreon and get $3 and up for that one. But um, you, I think you may have mentioned there that... Uh, <laughs> That your account on my Hulu is NSA. Yes, they're always watching. (laughs) So it just says Ricky and NSA. They're always watching. They're always watching. Your agent
1: would (laughs) like to watch some movies
0: and shows. Whatever agent is watching over me is now a weeb. I have converted him wholeheartedly into big anime titties. Like he is now a fan. Of course, (laughs) of course. But that's your pitch. Is that uh, I honestly? That's a good pitch. I mean. I don't know if that pitch would work for a new anime fan. You got to pitch to your audience, You got to pitch to your audience, baby. That's the whole thing of the pitch. And speaking...
1: I don't know, wouldn't it, though? Because I literally uh-oh. said, like, interesting interesting power system, like, kind of a fun, like, mixture of religion and magic. I think the very magic.
0: Fa- the fact you said power system already wouldn't work with a very new budding weeblet, right? I'm speaking to you, though. I know, but you know, like I said, speaking to me... You did a fantastic job. If I job. said the
1: powers are a yeah, mixture right. between religion and science. But you,
0: you did a good job for me. Magic, I, I mean. But how would you pitch it to someone who would would you even pitch the show to somebody that wasn't in the space? I actually think it's it's
1: moderate on a lot of things that okay. could get you in into um shows. Like right, there's a right. mild romance there's a mild okay. harem it's just
0: kind of a into that amorphous type thing i like a little harem like like a, a, a little a little harem spice on my show doesn't doesn't do me wrong just don't give me a fucking barrage of harem without it being well formed but yeah, I, think, I mean,
1: you got some really badass characters there you go okay like, like yeah the teacher character is one of the tops for sure
0: Ooh, okay just cool as fuck i'm in i'm in okay that's awesome and it's only one season right for now yeah, it's twenty four episodes, right? Yes. Okay, so I'll I'll lock in on that. That'll be that'll be a nice watch because I need something new lately outside of the seasonals, obviously. Because this season looks oh fucking great. Yeah, it's it's absolutely slapping. So next next syllabus sidebar this coming the next Thursday. You guys are listening on a Monday, but this coming Thursday, I'd love to talk about the current season of anime because it'd be. Fucking great conversation. But speaking <laughs> to talking to your audience, Ethan. The pitch Ricky. the pitch I have to give you, I think. All right, big guy. The the You have
1: sh- not cleared this with me as to whether I've seen it or not.
0: I actually did. I actually oh. totally
1: did. Okay. That's it's
0: interesting. Fugo Kaiji Balance Unlimited, aka oh, oh, that's right, the did. millionaire detective Balance Unlimited. Okay, great. How so, do I watch it? Because I've tried to find it. So that's how I was going to lead this in. You can only watch it on Funimation, but I bought a subscription and I will give you my information. <laughs> Fair enough. I got you. I have you. I will give you. <laughs> what the fudge? I will give you my information because we're boys and professors in this department need to share these streaming services. Of course. <laughs> um, you I'm don't
1: a- buy it for just yourself at a at
0: a university well-renowned like ours you buy a, a floating license of course his tenure will allow him to give me half of the billing for the month and i'm telling him to do it on air so he can't back down <laughs> from this. yeah i figured but balance unlimited this show is basically an action <laughs> it, it's an action but mostly mystery okay um i like i'm only gonna divulge the information that you get from episode one so to give, so I won't spoil the whole. It's only eleven episodes. It's entirely like encapsulated. There will not be a season two. This show ends after eleven what episodes. How? Yep, it is an entirely one season, meant to be a one off season show. It is done here. It's absolutely done. So you only need to give it less than three hours, uh, three and a half hours, and you're done with the entire show for the rest of time. So it's a one off, easy. This show starts off that you're following from the perspective of a character named Harukato. He is kind of a walking, talking justice boner. He is a cop. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's he's a semi-disgraced cop who has been demoted to a certain division in the inspection squad of Japan. He was once in the upper echelon of the, basically the highest order of detectives, always in black tie suits, meant to give the public peace of mind from their literally just their presence but he is now in what's called modern crimes which is essentially looking into tech crimes and it's basically a basement office where people just look at weird sketchy websites and shit but he's a very good (laughs) cop he's a good cop he's a nsa yeah the
1: nsa (laughs) yeah
0: essentially yes he's like a small-time nsa and
1: girl go crazy about a sharp dress man. Bam, bam,
0: bam, bam, bam. We can just do that. That'd be fun. We just be men's warehouse forever. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So he then is introduced to who I think is one of my favorite characters in anime. You're gonna like the way you look. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> like, what are these guys doing? <laughs> but this guy, the guy that enters, is very much a sharp dressed man. His name is Daisuke Kombe. His name is Durlock he literally solves so it's funny you say that because this guy is to sherlock holmes what Sherlock holmes is to intelligence he is to money he has more money than time literally (laughs) insane wealth do you want to guess how much money he has ethan balance unlimited yes his balance in the fucking bank system is literally Unlimited. It's objectively quantified as unlimited. I don't like. K- what do you mean? Like literally, when he checks his balance, it's just infinite sign. It literally the the AI that he talks to says balance unlimited. He just has unlimited money. Like he literally, there is no limit to the cash he can spend. To that point, at the end of every episode, <sighs> it will show you a tally of, of- how much he spent. Yes, <laughs> cost incurred. <laughs> It literally, this is a power fantasy of the power of wealth. Oh, I like it. Literally, this guy is a
1: badass baller with his cash. Is he actually like a smart detective or is he
0: just rich? No,
1: <laughs> he's
0: just rich. <laughs> I love I'll, it. I'll let you know. So you find out in the first episode that Daisuke Kanbei is like when so he, he is a Herlock Sholmes. Yeah, pretty much. Like, think think of him as like if Tony Stark Instead of going into the superhero business, went into detectiveness. He went into detective business, right? And wasn't smart. (laughs) And wasn't really that smart. So
1: he, I like it a
0: lot. So, like, if he has... So, he has these glasses, right, that is basically linked to his AI. (laughs) That is money. (laughs) Yeah. But it's the thing, right? So, in the first episode, he needs a car from a car show. And it's, like, this oil, money, rich boy, essentially. And he has, like, this, like like uh shelby basically tuned up everything and he said like i'm gonna buy your car off you because i have instead of a police officer saying hey this is police work i need to i need your car and they're like oh okay and then they drive away in a high-end sonata just like fine but this is like a $100,000 car and he's like how much you want how much do you want for it And he's like fine a billion yen asshole and he's like okay cool and literally his glasses automatically transform the money he's like fine fine (laughs) Like the guy literally told him a billion yen, asshole, and he said, "Fine, <laughs> that's cool." What an asshole! He's he's kind of an asshole with his money, but there is a moment in the show later, and I won't give you a the billion re- yen. Yeah, he just said, "Fine, fuck it, fine, whatever." I just need, I just need your car. I think that's a hundred
1: million dollars, right? And less. he gave him a
0: hundred million dollars for his Shelby Cobra tuned up, like no big deal. Yikes! Yes, and later in the show, I won't give you the details why he loses his cash. Or his ability to use his cash and is then reliant on this Haru Kato, and he has no concept of the real world. He's a toddler navigating reality, right? That's he, awesome. So he has no idea, but uh, the this Haru Kato, this walking justice boner, is living humbly and he knows how to just like, you know, eat cheap and live cheap and know how to do things cheap. So when he is forced to navigate the world, in a uh common man's way he doesn't know how to do it he even goes shopping with him and says wouldn't it be more efficient if someone from your household staff did this for you <laughs> and the guy's like what the fuck are you smoking like yeah. what are you doing
1: so that's funny that gives me uh like oran host club vibes you know yeah actually a little bit yeah where like, like uh shit what's her name Har- harahi yeah 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 was cooking for her mom or whatever and they're like we gotta come see (laughs) we
0: we gotta see you actually cook this shit and um like wait you can go to the store by yourself but yeah exactly yeah but this combi guy he has like literally next level ai always at his fingertips he has a bank account that doesn't have a limit at his at his did they explain why he's rich yes actually the show the mystery it starts out the mystery starts out like kind of a crime of the week story is he god he is god of the modern capitalist world cool. so you but but so he is he's business smart he's mm, he's, <laughs> kind, he's the heir of someone who's business smart. gotcha there it is so he he learns that like that he's money, elon musk's son i get it kind of yeah actually yeah a little bit but he, that money doesn't solve every problem but money can solve almost every problem in a unique way But when he does, but I like this, I like this show because one, it's basically has a buddy cop vibe to it. Like one is a cop that plays by the book and always wants to solve a case with pure justice and do it the right way. And the other guy thinks that money can solve every fucking problem on the planet. And for the first half of the show, it literally does like (laughs) it literally does. But he then learns him that. It doesn't solve some things, but he's never been exposed to problems that monies can't solve. So it's an interesting take. But the mystery goes. I can relate. There it (laughs) is. Literally swimming in that cash, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But he he learns in this show that, you know, there are problems that he's never been exposed to that money can't solve. But because money has sheltered him from the real world, he's never been exposed to finding a lost dog. How do you? How does money solve that problem? You buy a bunch of people to look for a dog. He tried that; didn't work. What? That's what I'm saying. Like he—he he literally only knows the Pay. avenues that money can solve. Pay the
1: NSA w- to look for it via satellite.
0: There, there are very. But the way that money, I think that this show. How fun would that be to
1: figure out interesting ways of solving problems, given zero limit
0: to your cash? That's what this show is. No, the I show, know, but I'm saying real life. In real life, like what problems what you realize like, that, Is
1: there a problem that you can't solve other than like personal problems
0: with without, cash? With cash. And the show says no. The show says there is not a problem you can't solve that isn't personal with money.
1: What's your opinion?
0: Um I I think when it comes to other people's personal problems, uh actually you you know what? Even with other people's personal problems, most of them revolve around cash. If they had enough cash, there's there's points where he says how much like name your price for x and he has an unlimited bank account so they will even facetiously more than once more than several times in the show someone jokingly says <laughs> like 10 billion yen fine and he's like fine like fine just take the cash if i
1: knew he had an unlimited bank account i'd give him a pen and penny oh actually this is my last one and they'd be like, well how much do you want for it 90 trillion, I would say. But I think it th- seems th-
0: reasonable. There are two brilliant points of the show. Uh, I'll, I'll, two and a half. The half is. This I feel like you've dodged the question. W- what's the question? Let's, let's do Do the- you believe,
1: IRL, that there's nearly any problem that exists other than personal problems we can solve with just pure cashola?
0: I think every problem that isn't personal can be solved with cash. I agree 100%. Yes. And, and I think most of your personal problems can in fact be solved with cash
1: can <laughs> I also agree but that's
0: why this show is brilliant because it isn't about solving it flat out it's what haru is in the show is a foil for that because he says yes you can solve them but are you solving them in the right way is it really a good answer it is an answer and it does solve those problems but is it really the answer you want mm, sort of like the
1: the Road less traveled situation. It's it's a justice
0: question. There's a really good commentary of justice in the show. Everyone has their own take on how to achieve justice. You have Haru, who wants it the old fashioned 80s cop style, by the book style. I want to solve it by doing the work. He wants to plant drugs on bad guys. (laughs) There is a guy in this show, and I won't say much more, but there's a guy in this show that has been operating for a very long time. By doing dirty cop work, but he gets the job done. So there's a very interesting commentary on how justice is solved. One does it by money, one does it by the book, and one does it without money, but not by the book. So it's a very cool
1: take. There's something that I find that's very interesting about justice as a concept. Yeah, It's like everyone understands that there's these lists of laws that we all quote-unquote came together to make right of course yeah right, right like right. congress senate whatever yeah, yeah yeah. but then everyone else would like to enforce them selectively and like everyone has their own justice like right
0: that's what this show talks about is that it seems that everyone in the show's justice motive and root is all in the same place yeah but it's by the execution that there is dispute right interesting yeah it's it's how they execute the same like their end Catching the bad guy and dis- and identifying who is the bad guy is, like, they're all on the same page on that, but it's the route they take to get there that everyone seems to dispute on. One uses money, one uses the book, one uses dirty tactics. Who's and- the bad
1: guy and why is it Eisen?
0: because his hair is dope as fuck when he changes it that's why it's that but just yes and uh and honestly
1: i'm all of a sudden the coolest character in the entire show
0: (laughs) just one hair flip is all it takes these glasses they were fake the whole time Ooh, that's how you do a reveal what's up zaddy but yeah so uh, this show and like cloverworks did such a bang-up job on like the animation and the fidelity of all the character designs you can see darling in the franks Aesthetic that you can see that aesthetic through this entire show. Very like, cool. It's it's a good like all the character designs are great. It's very clean looking. The animation there's there's like maybe three fight scenes in total over eleven episodes, and they're very cool. There's some fringe science in here too, like bleeding edge tech, next gen tech, and uh I, I won't give any more than that because I think it gets into spoilers. But it's uh I, I think you specifically would really like this show. I kept watching it like. Ethan's gonna fucking love this, like that. This is so your. This is so your vibe. This is so your vibe. And I will say, the OP of this show is not gonna win any awards, but for the show's aesthetic and plot, it is so fucking on brand that I never skipped it.
1: Is it ching ching, bling bling, dollar dollar? Yeah, like
0: no no like there's literally dollar bills in like ad nauseum in this OP. (laughs) <laughs> there's visually there's just visually, dollar bills gotcha. everywhere there's dollar bills everywhere of every kind euros british pound sterling That's, uh, <laughs> british sterling pound. british pound sterling um, and uh, american dollars yen like literally littered in the visuals of this op go into wwe for a second
1: what uh, the fuck just wait. <laughs> <laughs> so vince mcmahon is the ceo of yeah, yeah, wwe yeah. and right. his son is shane mcmahon right and when he would wrestle his theme song, his walkout song, would we'll be like "bling bling dollar dollar <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's not that egregious. the The song itself is actually pretty dope, but the visuals are bling bling dollar dollar for sure. Also,
1: a uh, money tip: if you have a st- <laughs> hey, it's on brand, it's on
0: brand. If you have a steel penny from
1: 1944, uh, turns out even in average condition, they are worth seventy four thousand dollars. Fuck so what. Check- Check how do, your steel pennies. How do you know that? And Who the fuck do you think has a steel penny? I have lots of steel pennies. 1944? Don't know. Doubt it. So basically the idea... Are you
0: telling me that you're sitting on hundreds of thousands of dollars worth I of steel pennies? I literally just told you I don't know if it's 1944. Ah,
1: I want that cash. So basically what happened was they were supposed to run them in 1942 and 43 because they were running out of copper.
0: Right. Wartime. Get right. it? Right.
1: And there was, 1944, they were not, they were supposed to be back to copper. Okay. Or some, like, amalgamation that would make it look copper. Yeah. And they accidentally put the stamps in some steel
0: still so it's a very esoteric version of time holy christ that scared me
1: it scares me every time
0: i know but it was really early in this video we'll see if we'll put this up on the video
1: i mean that was the whole pod that's fair it's 40 minutes in bro that's fair that's fair um but no so yeah they accidentally basically made steel steel pennies from 1944 so there's if you go and look up like how many many are in circulation they put question mark they literally don't know wow wow i know
0: that's dope as fuck. So like okay. if, it,
1: if any were ever released, it was by mistake completely
0: from the federal. Um if you got treachery. that little box, that little roll of the coins that your grandpa gave you, right. maybe. And uh you find yourself a steel penny and that's 1944. average
1: condition. Average condition. In like graded condition, hundred grand easy.
0: I so think like, I think fuck the podcast. Let's go look for yeah, pennies. So let's go on a pennies. Let's go on a penny, on a penny hunt, dude. But yeah, that's my pitch for the show. It's 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 a commentary on wealth and justice. Like it's really well done, and I think the pacing is fucking fantastic. Like for eleven episodes, I I, I when I watched it, I was halfway through when the first time I told you, "Hey, I'm gonna pitch you Bounce and Limit," and you're like, "Fuck, I want to watch that together." But like, you'll watch it at some point because now you're pitched it, right? But, right? Right? But I I didn't realize. I looked up like, okay, what? Like, how many episodes do I have left to go? And it's only eleven. I'm like. There's no way they can clean this up in 11 episodes. And by God, they do. Very clean. That's very. Uh, you'll feel satisfied at the end. Like you. You'll yeah, it was. Uh, you'll feel like a, a second season, which won't happen, shouldn't happen. Like, it's great. Like, you're like, I'm done. It's good. The show ended. I ended everything. I, you feel full. It's a good palette. Like, it's a good. It's I a mean, good when ending. they originally
1: yeah. came out with the show, I was just super hyped to watch it. Right. And then um, I think we we saw it like basically hiatus due to corona
0: right 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 it, it after like one or two episodes yeah it was two because i looked it up they they postponed three for like two months
1: and it but one and two are rated really highly yeah so i mean i was like that's what got us even farther like into it we're like damn it's got like a i think at the time it was like an
0: 8.2 at mal it, it dropped a bit it's like a near eight like it's like a seven nine like yeah so that's high That like i mean
1: what's what's brotherhood like an 8.2
0: yeah so i mean you're fine yeah it's it's gonna be it's it's,
1: apparently certified usda
0: fresh yes so that is our pitches in a couple episodes come back and we will do a whole episode reviewing both of these shows see if they're pitches or ditches and i think honestly or snitches really like fucking who are they talking to i think a snitch is an intentional pitch that is a ditch (laughs) and we know it right a snitch is a pitch that we dit that, that we're gonna ditch, but it's obviously <laughs> gonna be a ditch from the rip. It's a snitch. <laughs> pitch, ditch, or snitch. I like it. Yeah. So um <laughs> I think let's end the episode on a little bit of talk about the worst of weeb. Question mark. What does that mean, Ricky? What that means is that we typically do a worst of weeb where we'll go and look for the worst anime rated on Mal, these awful OVAs, or something that we know is gonna be absolute fucking trash garbage yet the one that we did this week can be toted, babbage toted on the fence yeah it on the fence it's 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 bad i would argue it's bad but it's not so bad that we knew it was bad going into it this week we're talking about dragon's dogma a seven episode series on netflix that is based on a game by capcom and historically we've done worst of weaves in the past and the grand majority of them have been based on games. So it's already, you know, checking the boxes of worst of weave on the rip. But Ethan, of this is a little different
1: though. It is a little different. It's
0: not a web uh, or like a mobile game. Right. It is a
1: PS three. Like, I don't know if it's a triple a title, but a double a title with a
0: hell of a following. People love this game. I guess it is a triple a title because it was from Capcom. I watched game footage of it. It's, it's solidly made like it's people love this game. It's, it's a well-received game. So it had the lore and the backstory and the world building of the game. And I, I actually found this show to be an experiment of Worst of Weed because I wanted to see what happens when we go into a show on the fence. But going in knowing we have to shit on it.
1: Yeah, so I just want to start off by saying that I'm going to rate this show at 10 out of 10. Um, <laughs> really? It's a masterpiece
0: of all kinds. Of do you all have
1: a, maybe an inkling of why I might do that?
0: I don't. I actually genuinely don't. Oh, I do. Because... <laughs>
1: Cause I'm we, in it.
0: You're in it. You're you are. In I'm it. the main the, character. The main character's name is Ethan, <laughs> and he had
1: hot biddies lolling all over him.
0: So let's let's talk about that. I mean, this show it it's seven episodes, and each episode is is based off of a seven deadly sin. They're all named after you know sloth, envy, pride, wrath, all that shit. And uh, I did not enjoy that portion of it. I didn't because I felt like they ham fisted every episode to fit that narrative, right? Yes. It it was weird. Like, one, let's talk about Ethan for a second. That guy is ripped for no fucking reason. There's no reason he's he's shredded up a normal guy. Wait, what? He was just a normal guy. He's just a normal dude. Like, if anything, he was just a family man in a random ass village and he was just like shredded 10 pack abs and no one understands why. I think if we're going to talk about (laughs) visuals, the animation really fucked with my head. See, it didn't bother me that much.
1: It might have been because I was watching it while playing Modern Warfare.
0: So you're already looking at CGI-type graphics? <laughs> Maybe. But the thing for me is that the the backgrounds actually were beautiful as fuck. The monsters, beautiful as fuck. I mm. noticed that all the humanoids in this show were cel-shaded and everything else wasn't. The The Cyclops, the Hydra the dragon they're all normal shaded good 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 uh that's funny i thought
1: the people looked a lot better than the monsters personally
0: really yeah we are definitely differing on that point because i the backgrounds look fucking stellar and the monsters at least look pretty good but the fact that you have cell shaded i thought the dragon looked terrible okay the dragon the dragon moved janky as fuck but the cyclops and hydra and and the skeletons all of them looked okay like they looked serviceable but they looked like they're a part of the world the people the humanoids were cell shaded and felt like they were just dropped on a backdrop and it fucking like there's a dissonance in my brain that i didn't it like it definitely
1: had uh i would say a problem with i don't know what you would call it but like foreground background yeah in that gap like, i think that's what this like ooh, depth what i'm talking of, about of show
0: if that makes not that stupid depth of image yes no it's a pov issue it's a pov issue yeah it's like
1: we were at like a (laughs) yeah we were on like magnified near side and then it was just felt like a chasm to the what's i'm saying
0: when it comes to cell shading you have really crisp shade and light dynamics and then in the background everything was beautifully like fade shaded and everything was great and i don't know just the visuals they they didn't have a consistent flow in that regard. But I think the real egregious issue of this show is the fucking plot and characters. Like, oh, God. Like, it was... The plot itself was so, like, high fantasy ham-fisted. It was just, like, there was no new... There's nothing new under the sun in this show.
1: Yeah, and that's where I, like... I'm assuming most of the the dissonance or whatever or disagreements with the show comes from that point right right it's like i mean it, seven episodes isn't like the worst thing i've ever
0: seen but it's like nothing really happened in seven episodes if you really think about it like and i think it's hard to construct a show in seven episodes like right i mean it it can be done i've seen um i mean it's, just your, it's your classic revenge plot and, and even, it really is right and but i think it you're what you're saying is so true it hurts is because it's so classic. It's so generic. It's so classic, it's, like it should have stayed in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should have stayed in the past. It's I, I didn't and not to kind of confuse the listeners, Ethan didn't seem to have a motive outside the one that the the show like ham fistedly connected him with, right? His wife and child died and the the kid Lewis died out of like it's funny when he he walked out from the canopy into the main street of the town and said, hey, nothing is wrong here. And then I knew immediately that he was going to get fucked by the dragon. And sure enough, he got eaten immediately in spectacular <laughs> yeah. fashion. Every single beat of the show is so obvious. The two, Predictable for sure. The two things that I think really like made me cringe in the show. The first one is the voice work. I did watch it in dub. I'm assuming you did as well like a hero and a cool a hero and a cool uh, I hate that you said that and I agreed with it for some reason but um <laughs> but the accents much like your accent work Ethan was all over the fucking map like we had some cockney accent bullshit and we had some mid-Atlantic people it was like you brought an entire American voice cast together and said try your best English accent and if you can just talk like you're fucking Minnesota just talk like you're from the Mid-Atlantic. So, oh, sorry there. Sorry there, guys. There was, like, literally, there was a scene where Lewis and Ethan were in front of two guards, and they all had drastically different accents. <laughs> Lewis had some cockney bullshit, and the two guards, one had, like, a posh British accent, and the other one was, like, from Wyoming. Hundred percent. Yeah, and like, and it was weird. It was so like, like all of them felt like they were Isekai into the same place, (laughs) and then lived there without changing their accent. And then everyone was talking to each other, and I'm like, where the fuck are these people supposed to be from? What era is this? It's funny you pick up on that because
1: I would say, I forget the name of the stupid show now. The I got you, Dragons Air or some shit.
0: Sure, let's go with that. The Avatar other show. Oh, oh, Dragon Prince.
1: Yeah, that yeah. felt like that to me where the accents were literally all over the map. Well there but was that- it was because there's like different races and stuff coming together.
0: Well, I in that show it w- you're right, it was weird because the Dark Elf chick had like a weird semi-Scottish accent <laughs> yeah. and then the rest of the elves seemed to not have that yeah. and i'm like where did you pick this up like we went to your hometown in season three and no one had your accent so where the fuck did you pick that one exactly. up exactly like- so that's what this show did but it, they dialed that one up to 11 it was weird but in the other in the other part is it felt like the show was not so subtly misogynistic all the female characters were fucking delegated to either like, like ho only fan chicks that were trying to slut up on ethan or (laughs) i liked her a lot by the way i know you did i bet you (laughs) did like but that's the thing she just wanted a guy with backbone (laughs) and you know i want to fucking talk about that episode in a second yeah same yeah but um everyone else every other chick in this show either died it to make ethan mad ethan of the show not the professor in memoriam but um yeah not the god king And not the God King, obviously, but (laughs) the uh, the only the only chick that had any agency was Hannah, the the sidekick that was a quote unquote pawn, not human, because in the show, if you're chosen by the dragon for some reason, your heart gets ripped out and you receive a scar and you're basically an undead arisen. And you basically are a witcher, if you will, basically a witcher.
1: Uh, did it, did it bother you that it seemed like everybody in the, in the world knew about Arisens and they knew about,
0: yeah, they knew about arisen, and yeah, they <laughs> like, knew what they knew about Arisens and they knew that they seemed to have a task of protecting. It very was Witcher in that regard. Yeah, because, but they weren't, they, they, they were indifferent to Arisen like, oh, that's cool that you're Arisen and. Nothing more came of that. You're not special. You just are. And that's how it'd be. Well, I mean, like, they were like assholes to him. And I'm like, you know he's Right. You know you know he's dead. Like, you know him. he's essentially dead.
1: And tasked to save your idiot lives. But like, that's what's thing. going on here. Th- I don't
0: think he was tasked. That was
1: just his mission.
0: Right? Like
1: but I think if he didn't choose the mission, he wouldn't have been
0: revived. That's fair. The dragon did know that you harbored hatred against me, so you know, take I'll, this upon What's yourself. the fucking
1: deal with that?
0: I, I, I watched the entire show, and I know why. Okay. So, at the end, we're going to talk about the Envy episode, because I fucking hated that episode. I but, watched five of them, by the way. So, the very last episode, spoiler town, if anyone gives a shit, but this <laughs> show isn't great. But, uh, at the end, Ethan does, in fact, kill the dragon. And the last episode is called Pride. And killing the dragon out of revenge apparently continues a cycle where the person that kills the dragon becomes the new dragon. An arisen that kills the dragon out of revenge becomes the new dragon, and it's basically a curse that perpetuates the cycle of pride. So Ethan becomes a dragon in the end. For your great sin of pride! Essentially, yes. He's a sinner of pride. And he tells Hannah, protect the people of this continent from me. And he flies off in a brazen act of cowardice. <laughs> which is which is fucking awful. Like, it's awful. Like, it literally, I can see, every beat of this show I can see coming, and I don't know if it's my D&D background or anything like that, but it felt so on the nose, and I hated it. But let's talk about the Envy episode. I hated that episode. The one with Theo and Elizabeth. Yeah. So, in this episode, we have goblins if you've ever seen Goblin Slayer, essentially uh, molesting, like, trigger warning, molesting <laughs> Elizabeth just uh, because... Come on, it wasn't that bad. It, they, they groped her tit. It was a tit grope. They were so, out. They were out. They were <laughs> mad out. And what was bad is they didn't have to be out in that scene because she pulled him out later uh-huh. just to get Ethan's gander. Of course. Yeah, they were, they were, they were fine titties. That's all all things considered. But all things considered as well, it was it was weird. It was weird. So at the end of the episode, <sighs> god damn it, she told Theo, her actual husband, which she uh, simped for Ethan against and tried to cuck him. Yeah, Dude, it happens all the time, guys. It just happens. You can't deny it. When it just happens. When you're just a bro named Ethan, it happens. It's 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 the namesake. You can't stop it. But the uh, <laughs> look up, <laughs> look up, look up Ethan in Urban Dictionary, and you'll know. Yeah, people want him to cuck their husbands. That's how yeah, it goes. If you know, then you know. Then you know, you know. But uh, at the end of this particular episode, the goblins come back and surprise. Theo grows a backbone and actually defends his wife, which he couldn't do earlier in that same episode. He defends his wife against a horde of goblins. She has a lady boner for Theo, his uh, his wife, her husband, again, and she's finally like, I love you again. And then his envy overtakes him for some fucking reason and stabs her to death because he wants to be with her forever. Despite him doing the one thing she wanted. And then she goes, I was always yours. And it's like, shut
1: what? up. What? Shut the
0: fuck up. Like She was not always his. She uses she was trying her, to bang anyone that moved. Right, but then she uses her dying breath to tell him that you finally did the thing I wanted you to do. And then he pulls a Romeo and Juliet and says, I'm coming for you, Elizabeth. I'm going to protect you forever. I'll protect you forever, my love, except for that time that I just killed you. Right. And then stabs himself (laughs) in the throat and dies. What the fuck? Like, that's the worst. Like, there is no humanity in that. There is no common human experience. Even Romeo and Juliet feels more grounded than this. And that was a Uh. fucking shit show. Now, I'm going to call it. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I think it was no. It just doesn't. It
1: just fit. It was the, obviously stupid as shit. But yes. I've seen that in other media where, you know, he gets a taste for killing, and then he like realizes obviously his
0: wife has a uh, wandering eye, if you will. But her eye wandered back to him immediately. She was so hot and bothered by the fact that he
1: did for five def- minutes. Like, it, let's be real. It she doesn't matter. He doesn't actually like
0: him. He turned around, and she was. Just like flood warning, like I'm ready to go. Like oh you're my boy, God. you're my boy now. Again, I'm I'm the one you. For mar- five
1: minutes though, I, I, think I it's, the I don't second know. that he's not killing a goblin for her,
0: she's gonna be after Ethan again. Doesn't matter. Ethan's bouncing, dude. He's going with Hannah to the next sin, you the know. next episode. He's gonna leave this vaca- Your he's gonna vacate. You're great, sin this. of pride. It was it was simp energy of the most tweaked caliber like it was weird what he did it was unfathomable. It, it was definitely weird.
1: weird but it's not like i've never seen that in any type of media doesn't
0: mean i liked it doesn't mean i liked it at all yeah, it was fair. gross it was grotesque That's i hated totally it fair i hated it i thought it was dumb as shit
1: 100
0: so, so this show i mean as far as cgi goes it was aight at best <laughs> the backdrops and the monsters were pretty good like I will, I will give it that. The humans looked weird. The like That's they, it's just only,
1: so funny to me because I thought the humans looked fine, and I thought that the monsters looked like very grotesque.
0: I, I think it. Was, I think it that comes down to like our our differing opinions on like CGI application, and I don't hate that. And well, I, it almost looked like even if we agree, monsters felt like the Ari Ferretta monsters, which I could not stand. Their mo- uh, The dragon was. I'm gonna I'm gonna exclude the dragon, but every yeah. other. Mo- <laughs> Every other monster in this show at least moved and be- behaved with weight, and it felt like they belonged in the world. I, it, even if we disagree on what looked good in the show, it did look like as if two different CGI companies animated different parts of the show, right? Like it looked like the humans were animated by a different company. It was a stark
1: contrast. It to was be sure. very
0: staunch, all things considered. Staunch, yes. just like our stonks are rising. <laughs> a stonks rising, baby. But uh, uh, where do you where do you rate this show? I, I have a rating for it. I, I, well, I don't, like a four point five. I was gonna say five flat. I was going to say 5
1: flat two, but then that's like a little bit too good because yeah. a 5 for Mal is like basically
0: a near masterpiece, so. Uh, <laughs> that's fair, but on Mal it's got a 6.01, so I mean, it's it's already higher than what we're giving it.
1: Yeah, I don't think this is really a worst of
0: weeb. It's a... It's a meh
1: of weeb. It's absolutely. It's a, it's a, a meh. It's, it's a, a meh.
0: Wank of weave. Maybe. Do you feel like going into the show knowing we we're going to do it for a worst of weave lessen your opinion of it? Because I think it did that for me at first until I went objective with it.
1: No, it it honestly flipped it the other way where I was like, "This is a
0: worst of weave." Okay, interesting. That's why I want to give this the the title of this will have a question mark. I think it boosted my
1: fucking answer to be honest <laughs> it
0: boosted it because you went in with a bad opinion and it was better than exactly i think for me i started off like oh i started critiquing it harder than i would have i think i think if it weren't going in i might have given it maybe a half a point or point higher but i think there were there are moments where the powers look cool like hannah's essentially fire bows look pretty cool there are moments in this show that the the cgi looks so good and they had a, the there's a fight later with the skeletons and the the camera went (laughs) jack or otherwise jack or otherwise the the camera went like a full like 1080 around every bit of the scene and there was no way to replicate that with 2d unless you had the biggest of budgets but with cgi you have a dynamic camera and you can just pivot it and it was like this stop motion them mid-fight and there I, i think that moment and a couple other moments like okay there were times where they used CGI to its fullest, and for that I go from a four point five to a five. It was huh. just that point. So, um, but I would say if you're into high fantasy and or if you're a fan of the game Dragon's Dogma, you might have a time with this show. But I do know that they bastardized the <sighs> lore really, really hard from yeah. the game. So my opinion is skip it. There, it's
1: a, it's, it's so vanilla. It's so run-of-the-mill 50% yeah. it's like, what's even the point of wasting your time? Another Unless an- you've watched every other anime on yeah. Earth.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. If you're literally scraping the bottomest of bottom of barrels, then right. maybe this one might get your gander. But I think any other 12-episode seasonal anime that has come out in the last year will be a better worth of your time. Than this seven episode Netflix original.
1: Well, uh, what about Pastel Memories?
0: I said of this season.
1: I thought that was 2020. No, twenty twenty. No, Pastel Memories was twenty twenty. It was nineteen or twenty. It was like very very
0: recent. Okay, everything but Pastel Memories. Thank I, you. I, okay, I, I just yeah. didn't
1: want people to think that we were. Saying.
0: Well, go listen to our Pastel Memories episode, and you know that <laughs> then you'll know exactly our uh, our opinion on this on this metric. So. Um but yeah, it was I, I wouldn't say it was eye gougingly bad. Like I didn't hate myself watching it. There was just moments, many moments. I was like, man, like it's okay, so that was super black. It was blah. It was so math it was so, so run of the mill, it was straight four point five five. It was <laughs> it was so average, it was disgusting. that's was memories. What we got? Pastel memories when that come out.
1: Initial release was twenty seventeen, but it came to the US, I guess. Okay. And-
0: Nineteen. Okay. Then we'll call it then fine. Any twelve any twelve episode season of twenty twenty is better than this seven episode twenty twenty Dragon Star yeah, in the dude. show. Hell yeah, dude. So honestly, I think that is it. Thanks, y'all, for coming to class. I didn't I haven't looked in the clocks. So I don't know where we at in this episode. Trans- we are a whopping hour and three minutes. Whoa, we've gone mad over with time. I'm into it. <sighs> it's a long lesson. It's variable. No big deal. Casual
1: yeah i guess uh you know we held you after class for a couple minutes but you guys
0: like to be here so we don't feel bad about it but thanks y'all for coming to class if you want to watch us with your eyes and your ears go to youtube hey youtube gang you can't see me waving to the camera but i'm still looking at it uh i think i'll just (laughs) render you know you know what i'll give them i'll give them both i'll give them both i have time i'll just let it render it's fine okay I'll, i'll do what i can but uh, if you want to listen with your ears and not your eyes, go to any place you get your podcast fixed, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, uh, CastBox, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Um, rate us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. That would really help us get on other people suggested. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And a written review would be so nice. We're, we should do a, a written review reading soon. I think we have a couple new ones that people need to hear about. I'm going to say it because they're going to actually review, right? Yeah. That's yeah smart. They're going to actually Boys review. And if you do, we'll we'll read you out if you give us a good review. A hundred percento. Um, if you want to a uh, little extra eye candy, go to our Instagram at Podcast. We got memes on memes on news and sometimes giveaways. Um we've been pretty lackluster on that. Yeah. I, I, uh transparency is our name of the game in the lab and we have been lacking in that regard. But we will Look, when you get out. shadow
1: banned, it gets a little, it's like, a little spicy, it's, it's a little dicey, it's less,
0: you know, interesting. We feel to do we it. feel like we don't want to do it of ourselves. We don't want to do it. We've been banned, right? But we, where we aren't banned is also Twitter at WeBologyP. which uh, I don't do anything on that either. We need to do more on social media, and I, I don't say that like aimed at you. It's aimed at us. It's an us. Yeah, thing. I just like actually, it's aimed at Patbot. Patbot should be doing this. That's what. That's his yeah, role. Yeah. What here. the hell, you robot? Damn it, Patbot! And if you don't message us after listening to this episode, I know you aren't listening to our podcast. You ass, <laughs> ass, actual bot ass. I thought you were a department chair. I thought you were. De- I guess you're not. Um. Yeah. So uh, if you want to give us a little monetary love, only if you can, uh, hit us up on patreoncom webology, one dollar and up. Get you on our Discord with all the other students and past guests that we had. $3 and up gets you the exclusive content syllabus sidebar. Sometimes anime, sometimes not. Riffy, lo fi content by yours truly and uh, ours truly. I think it's ours truly. Is that how you say that? I don't know. I don't know. But that's how we're saying it. By ours truly. Um, what else do we got? We have our email. If you want us to watch an anime, we have a growing list of stuff, viewer suggestions that we'll watch and do an entire episode on if it rips. Webologypodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Give us a pitch. We did a pitch and ditch this episode. The next one that is on that is Shangri-La
1: by Computer Full of Coffee from Instagram. Thank yes. you very much.
0: I, th- I, would, I would very much like to watch that because I think we need to do a viewer suggestion soon. That'd be really fun. Um what else do we got, Ethan? I think that's it. Yeah, I shed, man. It was solid, dude. And I am hungry as fuck, so I'm about to get me some of that mean lunch game. But until next time in the lab, I'm Ricky, and I'm Ethan, and this has been Weebology. deuces I hope we have a worse. You just threw the mic. In. <laughs>